Welcome to this evening's program. Tonight we are discussing top futurologists predict 2022 will be tormented year with water as a luxury. Top futurologist Marion Saltzman tells us her predictions for 2022. With robots stealing our jobs, political upheaval, hybrid schooling, angst, and the emergence of electronic pets. They say no one can predict the future, but one woman has proved us wrong. Leading futurologist Marion Saltzman has foreseen the top trends for over three decades. She even popularized the term metrosexual back in 2003, proving that she has her finger firmly on the pulse of all the latest social shifts. Now anyone that is a part of my sessions and classes, you already know that from the foundation I teach clearly, all social shifts are managed and bought into fruition via the usage of psychological conditioning and in many cases the deployment of psychological warfare. But we'll save that for another session. Saltzman was talking about climate change back in 2010 and predicted a rise in bunker mentality just months before COVID hit. And now the 62-year-old who has been dubbed Carrie Bradshaw mixed with Hillary Clinton has released her latest predictions for 2022 after another year in limbo. In her latest report, 22 for 2022, measuring up what we thought we knew, the New York native discusses new technologies in deep post-COVID divides. She says the world continues to battle existential threats and 2022 could become 2021 in redux. Speaking to the Sunday people, Saltzman, who now lives in Switzerland, warned, we went into 2021 thinking things were going to get better, but we have to live with the fact that we're not going back to 2019. Now I wonder, is there anyone else who has made this point very clear? And wouldn't you know, before Saltzman said this, Klaus Schwab said this. The World Economic Forum said this and propagated this. The Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, etc., 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 et al., many others, in unison with these organizations that I just named also posited and propagated and promulgated the concept, the fact, the declaration that we will never return to how the world was before COVID. And they're talking about socially, politically, spiritually, biologically.
The world has fundamentally changed. 2022 is going to be a tormented year. Here are 10 of Saltzman's predictions for the year ahead. Number one, America loses its shine. America loses its shine. America is now the fallen eagle, or as the Masonic brethren would believe, the Masonic phoenix has fallen. Rising political and cultural divides, rampant conspiracy theories, and lingering financial tensions have left the superpower somewhat tarnished. And Saltzman doesn't think the future will be particularly bright for Uncle Sam. The image and character used to psychologically program and indoctrinate via mental shaping and mental architecture manipulation, via images and caricatures, is what Uncle Sam serves as. I'll say that again because that is my own personal commentary. Uncle Sam is an image that has been set before us. It is an image and a character used to psychologically program and indoctrinate via mental shaping and mental architecture manipulation, via images caricatures, ideologies, philosophies. Like the boy who cried wolf, I have been talking about America losing its shine since the late 1990s, she says. Now more people are ready to listen. Of course, America is a divided country, a country whose foundation is toxic. Yeshua HaMashiach stated clearly that a house divided cannot stand. The United States of America has a very dark history and a very dark and bloody foundation. It is a nation founded on murder, thievery, and there's no way that it could be successful any longer. Unfortunately, what goes around comes around. Post 9-11, Almost 14 million immigrants went to the country in search of the American dream, a new record. But Saltzman says the financial crisis of 2007 through 2008 and the election of President Donald Trump in 2016 has only served to create greater apathy and polarization. COVID has widened the cracks with many Americans considering the pandemic to be a hoax. Now let me address this very shortly. The pandemic 
was planned, practiced for, and the evidence and paperwork and breadcrumbs that have been left behind to lead us to this conclusion is Event 201, Crimson Contagion, Spars 2025 through 2028. The St. Paul's Acute Respiratory Syndrome Scenario, published by Johns Hopkins University. Now, anyone who remembers what was taking place around the time of the election of Donald Trump, we had the Democratic Party and the news media telling us that Donald Trump was put in the White House by Putin. They continually sang a song that said Putin got Trump into the White House. Hillary Clinton propagated conspiracy theories and talked about Russia, Russia, Russia and how Russia hacked and manipulated the United States elections in order to get Donald Trump into the White House. She attributed this, she attributed this to Russia, to Putin. And Americans accepted the garbage that was said. They accepted the propaganda. They did nothing about it. Then all of a sudden, when people turn around and say that the election was manipulated and that Biden did not get 84 million votes, more votes than any president in American history, all of a sudden you became a domestic terrorist for questioning the election that got him into office. What type of hypocritical nonsense are we dealing with here in the United States of America? So in 2016, they wanted Americans to believe that Putin disrupted our electoral processes our election process and manipulated it in such a way that it got Donald Trump into the White House. They wanted us to swallow that, ingest that, believe that, and to accept that as a fact. But then when you turn around and say, there's no way possible that Biden was considered to be the most popular president in all of America's 245 plus years of existence, of having presidents. They want you to think that it's crazy to question the validity of his presidency. It is the most mentally ill, sick and psychotic thing I've ever heard. 
But anyway, let us move on. Even the 2020 election of Joe Biden couldn't allow for too much optimism, considering the subsequent assault on the United States Capitol and the widespread belief that the election itself was fixed. Well, the United States Capitol fiasco was very much connected to a false flag event. It was not a real attack. And it was not a terrorist attack, as we have been told, as has been sang for the past year. No, America did not come under attack. And no, those who did not vote for Biden are not to be considered domestic terrorists, as the Democratic Party, the White House, and many other outlets have posited. Now, me, myself, I don't vote at all because I understand that it's nothing but an illusion. The coin is in the hand of the controller. And the two different parties are nothing but the two different sides of the one coin in the hand of the controller. Not only that, both sides of the coin are dirty, grotesque, as a matter of fact. But most certainly, one side is definitely exponentially more of a propagator of immorality than the other. The Democratic Party does put forth and support immoral, debaucherous ideas. But like I said, we'll save that for another show. But it is to be understood that I am not a representer of any political party. I will never participate in the voting rigged system. Number two, the only votes that actually count are the electoral college votes, not the popular vote. It is nothing but a psychological experiment. It is nothing but a psychological tool to make you feel like you're included in choosing when in fact you have no power to choose at all. The presidents are selected. Donald Trump was a wild card. However, he definitely was not put into the White House by Vladimir Putin. This is absolute stupidity and nonsense to even think such a thing could be done. Especially when you know the background of the shadow government that actually manages and operates the White House. And it is for this reason that Donald Trump was vehemently snatched out of the White House because he did not toe the line and he did not do as he was told to do. The way they wanted him to do it.
Next section, number two. Cities go out of style. The pandemic has sparked a rise in the popularity of country living. But does that really mean we are falling out of love with city lifestyles? As of late 2021, 56.2% of the world's population were living in cities. 56.2% of the world's population lives in cities. And at the same time, the Malthusians are telling you, we're overpopulated, the world is overpopulated, the earth is overpopulated, we need to depopulate, we need to reduce the earth's population, we need to cull the earth's population. And as Bill Gates has stated, through vaccines, through healthcare, and reproductive health services, we could lower the Earth's population by 15%. As Bill Gates stated in his 2010 TEDx talk, he plainly told people to their faces what mechanisms would be used to achieve population reduction. I said all that to say, no, the earth is not overpopulated. People are just crammed into small spaces together. Like this article has just stated, 56.2% of the world lives in cities. Of course, it seems claustrophobic. But when you get in the airplane and fly for 11 hours, and look down below you, you'll see there's tons of land, tons of space with no one there at all. Nothing there at all. So it's an absolute lie that the earth is overpopulated because there is more than half of the earth that is not even occupied by human beings at all. The article goes on to say, but as millions of workers stop commuting and people swap crowds for green spaces, our concrete jungles became deserted. Initially, there were concerns that living in a heavily populated area meant you were more likely to catch COVID, but city living may not become a thing of the past just yet. Salzman says some cities like South Korea and the South Korean capital, Seoul, are adapting by creating nature zones in urban farms. Number three, she says water becomes a luxury. Climate change. Climate change could signal the end of life as we know it, with water becoming a luxury item. We may all take it for granted but the essential resource could become scarce and sooner than you think. Some countries are already suffering from extended droughts while others are being hit by more extreme weather causing intense rain and flooding. Well, there was a seven year famine in the Bible in the Old Testament in which Joseph was used a servant of the Most High, El Elyon, 
Yahweh to be precise. Joseph, the interpreter of dreams via the powers given unto him from Yahweh, the architect of the universe, was able to save not only Egypt, but other nations such as his own during the seven years of famine. So, this is nothing new. These events have occurred several times in the ancient world, all throughout history. Number two, for anyone who's familiar with the writings of Plato, specifically Timaeus, you'll find that Plato explains catastrophic climate change events that are based on the activities behaviors and changes amongst celestial bodies which in turn are impacting and affecting earth cyclically this is what he specifically related in my research as a teenager reading the works and writings of Plato I had to revisit my notebooks and look at my notes that I made concerning many of the scientific things that Plato posited, especially concerning the changes in the cosmos, the changes in the earth. And he has a whole lot more to say. That sounds a whole lot more catastrophic than what the green religion priests and preachers have to say today. But as Melech Shlomo, King Solomon said, there is nothing new under the sun. She goes on to say, Glaciers are also in retreat. The sea levels are rising and massive storms have become the new normal. Now this is all interesting what these people are saying, but unfortunately they're leaving out all of the other things that are being done behind the scenes that are not being made mention of, such as weather warfare, such as manipulation of the ozone layer, destruction of the ozone layer, experimentation with the ionosphere, just to name a few things. Saltzman says that while we may be used to getting clean water from a tap or on a table at a restaurant, now, as with so many other comfortable assumptions, we are having to think a lot more about this precious resource called water. The next section is political instability. Extreme political opinions dominating social media will create instability worldwide, Salzman says. She believes that carefully chosen words will establish the battle lines in the current culture wars, with differences in opinion causing divides. Salzman argues, the people who tend to sit on the fence dubbed the missing middle have got completely lost. She says many, perhaps even most, people fall between the extremes 
and don't pay much attention to the latest developments of injustice issues, nor are they more than passingly concerned about cancel culture. It's almost schizophrenic in how we are approaching our lives. Well, that I can agree. Schizophrenia is going to be the least of our concerns. A rise in demonic possession and oppression is going to be a pervasive trend. Next section, new technology goes mainstream. Saltzman says she can see similarities between today's post-pandemic world and the fallout of 1918 through 1919 influenza pandemic, which killed 50 million people. History shows the doom and gloom of that pandemic gave way to a period known as the Roaring Twenties, in which technological advances and items such as cars, radios, and gramophones went mainstream. It is hard not to see parallels to today, she says. Well, let me go ahead and expand upon this point for 15 seconds. Yes, because COVID-19 has served as a perfect opportunity, as Klaus Schwab and many others who support Building Back Better have said, COVID-19 was a perfect opportunity to catapult and to launch and to accelerate digitization, accelerate the emergence of the fourth industrial revolution, the establishment of the fourth industrial revolution. Yes, mysteriously, just before the COVID-19 narrative began to fall apart and implode on itself. We were introduced to the concept and idea by Mr. Sugar Mountain, Mark Zuckerberg, the metaverse. Also, while people were locked in their houses for two years or locked down being afraid of COVID, the biological boogeyman, bioweapon, 5G was being installed in schools and neighborhoods unbeknownst to those who were locked in, afraid and distracted and being psychologically bombarded by the mainstream, lamestream mockingbird media, being fed propaganda and lies. While everybody was paying attention to this diversion, 5G was being set up and a push for an augmented reality the emergence of a digital currency and blockchain is now beginning to be pushed to the forefront. The world is shaping up to emerge from the dreary lockdowns and restrictions of COVID-19. New technologies such as Zoom, augmented virtual reality, artificial intelligence, gene technology and cryptocurrencies are all going mainstream now. And she says the metaverse or virtual reality space was one of the most searched for terms in 2021. But Saltzman says that in many ways we have moved on from the 1920s, which were a time for dancing, partying and mating. 
She says today's society has far more incentives to stay in rather than go out and socialize. Not only that, population is dropping exponentially, rapidly. And unfortunately, the children who were born during the pandemic, upon careful research and analysis, have been found to be of a lower IQ than those who were born previously. And we'll discuss the medical implications and what these signs mean for the future. The next section, robots take our jobs. For many of us, working from home has become a mainstay of post-pandemic life, whether you like it or not. This has made Saltzman wonder whether robots will now be poised to take over traditional middle-class jobs, saying robots could easily complete office tasks as well as a, hair, a warehouse worker. Saltzman says that many people are finding their skills have become outdated and are not in demand. This leaves them facing the prospect of being replaced by robots or artificial intelligence. Well, I can tell you before I even finish this paragraph. It was already projected in 2016 that by 2025, 5 million jobs would disappear off the face of the earth forever, never to be seen again because of the emergence of and utilization of artificial intelligence. I taught this to all my students in Germany in 2016 and 2017. And we particularly dealt with the white papers that came out of the World Economic Forum. We also went over all the details that were discussed at the Davos meetings. This was part of, this is still part of the curriculum of any course that I teach. Any course that I teach is going to include the latest cutting edge information coming directly from the world's leading think tanks and the World Economic Forum is definitely one of the most prestigious and foremost ones. She says, we can be certain that the future of work will be fundamentally different. COVID-19 has seen to that. You see, there it is again. COVID-19 was the apparatus used to introduce a new world order, to forge a new world order. And like Klaus and friends have said to reshape and reimagine and improve the state of the world but improve it according to the vision that they have not that you have they are trying to bring into fruition the vision that they have within their consciousness not in yours. They have made it clear that they will use 
mechanism, every institution and every outlet to implant their vision in your mind. So what you're going to undergo for the next five to seven years, eight years to be exact, is going to be psychological bombardment. Indoctrination. Psychological warfare at its best will be deployed, is being deployed, and will continue to be deployed from now until 2030. She goes on to say, all the talk about when things get back to normal has given way to a realization that not everyone is willing to return to the old normal. And what has the World Economic Forum come out with? Well, they've come out with the statement, the new normal. The new normal. The normal that we constructed, designed, and built for you to consume. The next section, gene intervention. And we're getting ready to wrap it up because this is a very long session. I might not be able to finish all of the points tonight. She believes there is no doubt the future of schools will become hybrid, working both online and offline. That is a part of the section dealing with how education is going to change especially because of the new technologically advanced trends. This section is called gene intervention. While scientists wowed the world by coming up with the COVID vaccine so quickly, our fear of science is also on the rise, especially when it comes to the wealthy genetically editing the human race. I'll say that again, especially when it comes to the wealthy genetically engineering or genetically editing the human race. So-called genetic scissors and other gene editing techniques could be used in bananas to save them from a killer fungus and help people with rare diseases. But Saltzman says there are fears the science could be used to edit certain conditions or traits such as height, physical prowess, and intelligence. Yes! The eugenics operation, the eugenics ideas, and eugenics sentiments have never passed away. They've just been rebranded and carefully hidden and embedded within so-called modern philosophies and ideologies. CRISPR-Cas9 and CRISPR technology, CRISPR gene editing technology, is going to fulfill some of the Nazi pseudo-Aryan dystopic dreams it's going to be the thing that makes 
Nazi pseudo-Aryan dystopic dreams come true as they continue to work towards trying to manufacture and create the Ubermensch, the Superman. She says, this has prompted alarm even among leading scientists, such as the late Stephen Hawking, left, who feared that wealthy people would be able to buy more advantages and create a genetically enhanced elite. Well, Stephen Hawking, who is no longer with us, was precisely right. That is definitely within the cards. For sure. Later on in the program, we will be going through transhumanism and postmodern humanism extensively. Let me check and see because we may be getting ready to end this session at this point. Yes. And this concludes tonight's small session concerning top futurologists predicts 2022 will be a tormented year with water becoming a luxury. Well, in the midst of this economic collapse that America is suffering, in which they're trying to blame it solely on the activities that are taking place over in Ukraine, no, that's not so. The activities in Ukraine is just going to accelerate and exacerbate what already was coming to America, for sure. We have a brain-dead, bobblehead puppet in the White House who has made nothing but consecutive stupid decisions, unintelligent decisions that will irreparably destroy the United States of America. You can expect gas prices to continue to rise. They may even hit $10 a gallon. You can expect food shortages because the World Health Organization and the United Nations announced that three years ago, that 2020 and 2021, and especially 2022, would be the beginning of a global famine. They already said it before any type of military movements in actions between Russia and Ukraine. I already told you, on January 25th, in a show that I published on my other program, I already told you on January 25th that the COVID-19 agenda being publicly pervasive is over, it's done. The whole world will be focused on war. An end to peacetime has arrived. We spoke about it. I spoke about it in great detail on that show. And then less than two weeks later, Russia moved in on Ukraine. And there's a whole back ground story to why he made the moves that he made 
and America is behind it. 95%. America is not innocent. There's no way she ever could be. But we'll discuss the geopolitical analysis and we'll discuss the New World Order analysis and Great Reset analysis and how this factors into the rollout and acceleration of the Great Reset because it definitely plays a part. America is in free fall. It is collapsing. Inflation was already taking place before anything took place in Ukraine. Anyone who pays attention in the real world can concur that that is the truth. The United States is reaching and may, it may have already exceeded $30 trillion in national debt. So there's nowhere for America to go but down. Until next time. Shalom Aleikum.